Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. On behalf of the Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast, we'd like to take a moment to remember the life of Jay Briscoe, who unfortunately passed away this past week. Jay Briscoe, over his 20-year-long career, is someone who could be considered one of the greatest wrestlers in the world at any point in those 20 years. Jay Briscoe was an amazing talker, a top-tier singles competitor, and a top-tier tag team competitor in the ring, but outside of the ring, many wrestlers and friends knew him as a very great person and someone who they could look up to and be inspired by as a friend, as a father. Uh, Jay Briscoe, alongside his brother Mark, have entertained so many people for so many years in so many different facets of wrestling, being a former two-time Ring of Honor world champion, a former 13-time Ring of Honor tag team champion, amazing matches with Kings of Wrestling, Samoa Joe, The Elite, most recently with FTR. Jay Briscoe is going to be someone who is very dearly missed in the wrestling community. Please join us in a 10-bell salute for the real Ring of Honor world champion, Jay Briscoe. Welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 222. Oh boy, Matt, uh, we were excited for 222 last week, and yeah, last 24, 48 hours. Yeah, it, it's it's lost its ring, but it's it's one I haven't really talked to people about it much, to be honest. Um, so I, I'm interested to talk to you as well, but I, I definitely think it's going to be our, our most somber episode. Probably is Graham. It hit me quite hard, um, mainly because, um, as as you heard before, before the intro, there, um, Derek from Devoid Podcast was amazing and recorded as an amazing uh, tribute for Jay Briscoe. Um, Thirty-eight years old, Graham. It's how old I am. It's it's too young. Yeah, same age as Eddie Guerrero. And he when he left yeah. us. Um yeah. from what I could tell, no fault of his own. Um obviously this obviously becoming much more in bad cop um as well. Um because there isn't much and I've actually got more backup on top of that as well, but aside from that. Um I could actually think of a way to have just talked about one topic for every single segment this week. Obviously, the overall theme is negative, but there's it would have been easy to do that. Um, I didn't, but that is quite well, as you're going to find out, it's kind of ironic that the 
the thing that I had for good cop moment actually links into the bad cop moment, unbeknownst to me at the time. But yeah, of course, we'll get to that later. Of um, um, before we, because we, I do have some good cop moments to talk about, and I want to talk about those, obviously, because you know cool. it is it's try and find some good stuff to talk about, obviously. Um, of course, um. On day of recording, Graham, I do believe it is Hall of Famer Mason's <laughs> birthday. Uh, it is. Um, I actually posted last night to, um, I was hoping to get some wrestlers' attention in particular. Um, the fact that this guy is closer to 20 than he is to 10 now, which my brain can just not cope with. And I, I posted a picture of him at age 10. And um, I don't think I posted it necessarily on uh, Twitter, but I certainly did on Facebook a you picture did. of. Uh, him with when we had our original jerseys, the ugly ducklings jerseys to link back to two two two, the quack quack quack. Um and I had to kneel down because I was too tall compared to how he how tall he was at age ten. And we're basically the same height. And then we took two pictures last night because he celebrates on his British birthday like I do, seven PM till seven PM. And um we did one kneeling down, which looks ridiculous, and we did one stood up, and there's not much difference now between us. And um, yeah, it's hard to believe that my little boy—he's halfway there. He's um, he's growing up very quickly. Um, I want to share something that Jackson uh, shared with me though that I thought was very amusing. So the fact that we do our seven p.m. birthdays because of the time difference. So with with Mason and oh, I cool. both being born in England, it's effectively when our b- true birthday is. Um, Jackson, of course, was born in the states, so he, he, but so he was like, "Well, I want to celebrate my birthday at seven p.m." I was like, "You can't." I was like, "You were born in America." And then he brings up the fact that, well, I am half English. I was like, "I can't argue with that." Where like, the appropriate is, perhaps I can celebrate in the middle. So I think this year he's going to actually celebrate his birthday at nine thirty p.m which is halfway between 7 p.m. and 12, which I find very, very amusing. And he would be the only person who would do that, of course. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Really. I would like to point out that um, the, the, that the same boy who gave me my, my amazing um, nickname, um, mm-hmm. he's also the same person who hates accents yes. tremendously. And the fact that he hates the fact that anyone calls him half English it's only half English when he actually suits him. When he it sounds suits him. like he sounds like a ten-year-old already. He's uh, yeah. He, how can I say he? He always no. I'm American. He's always very clear about that fact. He's never once said that he was half English. That's always what I say. I'm like, but you're half English. He's like, no, I'm not. When it's in He'll... his when it's in his interest, he is. <laughs> it, it, it tickled me, uh, Pink, that he said that, and I thought that was. Uh, I thought that was really amusing. But yeah, yeah Mason's he's going to have a, a busy weekend. He's got school, obviously, because it's a, a Friday and um, practice after school. And then um, early tomorrow for a tournament that's all day. Um, I can't remember. I think it's two hours away. So he'll be getting to school probably about 5 a.m., I'm guessing. Uh, and then he'll probably get back at who knows what time, 7 p.m., 8 p.m. So, yeah, he's got a he's got a busy weekend. But well, I did manage to get him some energy drinks as one of his additional little uh, presents, so he can uh, so he can rehydrate properly. Not not like not a prime. Okay, I didn't get him anything like that. I'm not that rich. Um, we don't have that problem that you have. Um, I can't remember what it was. It was something that had Patrick Mahomes on. I'm not sure if you know who Patrick Mahomes is, but I was like, it's a it's a cheap it's a cheap advertising trick, and it worked for me. I was like, he likes Patrick Mahomes, so. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, you're Googling it right now. Uh, he's a quarterback for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. He was. 
What do you mean he was? He still is. Unless you've got breaking news for us right now. Well, no, I, well, well, Pat Mahomes is actually a, is actually an MLB pitcher. Pat Mahomes the second. Patrick. Yeah. Pat. Pat. Pat, Pat is Pat is short for Patrick. Okay. All right. Fair enough, Matthew. I'm I'm fine with it. He doesn't go by that though. He goes by Patrick. Just as you go by Matt, so it's Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is a MB, a former professional baseball pitcher for the Minnesota Twins, the Boston Red Sox, which you should know, Graham. To be fair, okay. What the hell is wrong with English Google that the first thing that Patrick Mahomes comes up with is a pitcher that I've never even for heard his of? Son, kind of like, and I kind of like his son, the American quarterback, see oh. Mahomes. <laughs> Okay, I thought you were talking about a current pitcher when you said retired. I remember his dad was a sportsman, but I didn't watch uh, the sport at that time. Okay, yeah, he was, he was. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I am just being a dick, Graham, yes. I, I, I noticed, <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, I think we needed a laugh this week anyway. We did, so and we we're going to get some more laughs in good cop, hopefully, Graham. So let's get to it before we have to get to talk about the bad stuff. Bring it. All right, no guests. You're up, buddy. Yes, I am. Right, I have to check my notes here. Um, right, as all as it going for six weeks in a row now, Graham. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna. Keep, I'm gonna I've got. I've. I've got stuff to talk about, Graham. But this is all. This is all big, important stuff. Um, Paris, I'm expecting a sponsorship deal with you. All this free advertising you're getting. This is. This is getting ridiculous now. <laughs> We're I'm still so... two months out from this event and we're still getting weekly updates. It's worse than that, Graham. It's worse than that, Graham, because they're now at the summer show as well. Uh, okay. It's called Summer Smash. Oh, when, when is it? Summer Smash, it's called. When is if it? You, if you let me finish, sir, okay. the dates will be announced on Sunday. So as this goes live on Sunday, we'll also be announcing on Facebook when it is and tickets will go live for that on Sunday as well. Um, talking tickets about for the next show before okay. the two. Oh, wow, I I heard he was selling a good amount of tickets this week as well. There indeed, was extra announcements because they were so good. I believe maybe two or three front row tickets left, if any. Now, um, it's saying really, really well. Not not a wonder, Graham. Really, thing is, and that they've been. Um, I was wrong. He's commissioned two new championships. Oh. One has not been announced yet. Uh, I've got a feeling what it might be, but I wouldn't. I can't say for certain because I don't know. But, yeah. um, but I, I have think... a feeling the announcement of new talent, particularly the uh, the commentary booth, I, I'm sure must be a big part of this. Uh, these extra ticket sales. Well, possibly, maybe, maybe, maybe. But but the, the talent that had been announced, Graham, I'm going to get to in a moment because we're going to read through the list, and it's it's phenomenal. Um, <laughs> the CXW Extreme Championship. That's the belt which has been commissioned, and uh, I said last week have been have been commissioned. But there's been no one on top of that, but I don't know yet. This championship is very much like the old hardcore championship in the Attitude Era, which of course is where Harris lives inside his head. Okay, so it makes perfect sense that he we would have we would have a extreme championship can be defended and will be defended under extreme rules twenty four seven anywhere anyone and paris actually mentioned when it was announced anyone maybe even a fan could win the championship 
Okay, I, I, I got to interrupt at this point, because as soon yeah. as I saw the post, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. I, I already know. I, I Well, I don't already know, but I'm like, the day that I have to listen to the good cop moment that you were the 24-7 champion for 10 seconds or something, when you sneakily, I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, he's... When I was like, I'm okay with this for the wrestlers, but once it said even a fan, I was like, well, if it's even a fan, then obviously even a commentator could possibly be in on it, as we've seen on WWE as well. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, if his commentary was uh, the best moment, I think I've sworn in more in this segment than I've ever sworn on any episode so far. Um, I was like, I can't imagine your reaction to if you get to be an actual champion and lift the belt up, even though you're going to get rolled up <laughs> instantly. All right, his comment, possibly. I, Graham, Graham, I've <laughs> the thought I've has crossed your mind though. <laughs> yes, it has. I would that be lying if I smile for the benefit of the tape says yes. I would be lying if it said that it wasn't a possibility that could happen. But by that logistic, I would like to point out before that in WWE champions have defended the championships against people who weren't. Men who against commentators, Jim Ross fought Triple H once. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's let so let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's okay. I have zero interest of getting in the ring with the UK Pitbulls, for example. No, 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 no. Oh, no. getting in the ring, but as they're leaving and they're lifting the belt up, you could sneakily like lay down, they trip over you, and you roll them up. Like it's you've seen that sort of thing happen. I am worried though about the fan thing. Wouldn't that? I'm assuming it's not. Um, normally, the announcement is fans are not allowed to interfere in any matches. Like they're not allowed. So if you have a fan be a jumps, okay. I was gonna say you don't want fans suddenly jumping over the ring trying to go. Oh well, he said any fan could win a belt. I'm like, I think you're gonna have to do some sort of disclaimer there because it would be the referee would need to officially count it. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, okay. So, but the, but in general, the extreme champion is great because, as we know, the RKJ is the current champion. Um, sometimes he's overseas in America, certainly. So, and also, Ooh. if if illness happens, then well, I, I have a chance to win it. Are you saying that if RKJ was to bring it over here, then in, I might have a chance? I to guess in theory, Graham. Yes, but I was referring more to the fact of that's my New Year's resolution. It's a little bit late. I want to win that championship before you do. Think about if or Ar- think about if someone held the, the world championship program in general. And they were they got themselves injured for one reason or another, and I couldn't attend the next show. They couldn't drop the championship without being stripped of it. It wouldn't it be a much better thing if there was still a championship worth fighting for, which could be tra- which could be transferred quite quickly and quite easily. Yes, this is quite a good yeah. this is quite a good thing for sure. Right, I'm now going to quickly go through all the talents that has been announced, Graham. Okay. In order of commentary booth. In order of the announcements from from Paris himself. And I'm I'm gonna say at this point, it has been out for over a week. Okay, guys. Spoilers ahead, okay? The CXW tag team champions, the UK Pitbulls. The (gasps) CXW (laughs) You've watched it. (laughs) That shit. The, the CXW world champion, RKJ. Zach Zodiac. The virus, Kane Michael. Voodoo Queen. Sapphire Reed, who we're very excited about, of course. Mm-hmm. 
the Demon Death Squad of Damien and Xander. Aaron warns. <coughs> Sullivan King. The Wonder Kid Johnny Storm. The Chop Party host Rudy Root. Danny Darko. Uh, Joey Naylor and the entire of the bad boy brand. Um, he is going to be in the fatal four way to claim that um, CXW Extreme Championship ground, by the way, and okay. bring it back to Clacton. Just saying. Whoa, Clacton's very old. Yep. And Rebellion will be reuniting as well at CXW. Let's have it. Uh, RJ Singh. And Amira as well, the beautiful Amira, will be debuting at CXW mm -hmm. Extreme. I thought you said Akira to begin with. I, I got very, as, as exciting as Amira is, I got even more excited. Oh, for I miss her. I miss and her. obviously, we, ha we obviously, I'd already broken the news uh, last week, but of course, the first ever CXW World Champion, Jackson Arrow, would also be officially returning. To XW, mm -hmm. it's quite, it's quite a, uh, it's quite a big deal, of course. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing all of these guys after battle. But of course, when Danny Darker was announced, another big announcement was made, and that, is, of course, is that there is going to be a raffle held at the event. At Let's have it. Anybody who has a ticket. And is in attendance at CXW. We put into the hats, drawn out at random, and that person will be alongside yours truly for commentary on a tag team match that night. And second prizes, you get to do two matches with Matt. <laughs> Quite a big deal. I've never known another company. Raffle off the chance to do commentary before. I think I haven't it's a either. That's really awesome. thing. I mean, I I blow my own trumpet saying look the position I'm in, I'm very fortunate the position I'm in. Um Paris took a chance on me and I'm grateful he did. And when people were, were saying it was great to see new talent being given a chance, it was wonderful to hear that sort of thing from a fan community. And then to hear they're gonna put a Commentator, a kid, a comment, probably a kid from front row. I was about to oh, say, brilliant. I'm rooting for a kid to win. I'm rooting I want for that a kid to, to win. I want, I want, I want a kid to win. I mean, obviously, we can't fix it. No, um, I think it'll complement a big kid pretty well, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, big kid. I am, yeah. Um, see, so, so, yeah, lots of lots of lots of big moves and shakes ahead in the uh, in CXW. I've, I've got to say, it's absolute crime. That CXW is not currently listed on the British wrestling uh, organization on the on a Wikipedia page, but I am forbidden. I believe from... you can. I believe that's something that you can edit pretty easily. I am not allowed to. Oh, uh, okay. My I, I believe my IP address has been blocked. Oh, uh, <laughs> you need a VPN and then you can do it. Probably it's been blocked for seven months. <laughs> All right. What did you do that warranted that? Can I ask? Fuck, we're fine. I've done, I've never edited Wikipedia in my life. Oh, okay. I, I haven't either. I just know that you can because you'll often see posts after sporting events. Like, um, 
Um, I can't remember what it was, but I think that I'm, I'm not sure how closely you followed the American football uh, last weekend, but in the playoffs, you know how easy it is to kick the extra point, right? Yeah. Like it's almost a given. Well, no, um, but, but, I, I couldn't do it. So I, um, No, not you, there. but for the kickers, it's like almost a waste of time. Well, it's their job, so you hope so, yeah. Correct, and it's from like 20 yards. It's not even, they kick field goals from 60, and this, it's almost pointless. Um, the Dallas Cowboys uh, extra point kicker missed four in a row. <laughs> During the playoff game of the that's <laughs> not good. Um, the somebody asked them what the odds of it happening was. I think it says it's ninety four percent certain that you're gonna make a field uh, the extra point. So to miss four in a row, I know you've done some uh, some mathematics recently, Matt. Not on that scale. Not on that scale, but yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. It's almost like a one in a million thing. It's it's so it should yeah, never happen. Conversion. I think I think somebody edited on Wikipedia like it's like the worst playoff performance in history, like before it even happened. Or former Dallas Cowboys kicker. Like I can't remember the exact what they did, but it, you know it's easy to edit those pages to sometimes to mock people, but sometimes yes, for, um, but sometimes for good reasons as well. I tell a lot. I did edit a Wikipedia page once, Graham. It was many years ago okay. when I was in the front row at the Fighting Talk Champion of Champions show. Um, and I edited Bob Mills' Wikipedia page afterwards because he kept calling because um, uh, Colin Murray called me Matt Mills, so assumed <laughs> it was assumed it was uh, assumed I was um, a relative. Ass- yeah, assumed I was uh, Bob's son, and um, <laughs> obviously it was, it was brilliant. So I changed it on his Wikipedia page. It was there for two weeks before someone noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that we're talking about twenty. Uh, actually, thinking of that, um, Graham, I've still got Bob's notes. <laughs> They're right here. Oh, you do? They're Bob's notes. He gave them to me that night, yeah. No, I didn't know you had that. That's amazing. Yeah, Bob Mills gave me his notes, and I've kept them with me. Did he autograph them? Uh, he didn't autograph them, but it, it's, all, it's, all, it's all his handwriting. Technically, it's all one yes. big autograph. Oh, I love that. But, ironically, look what he did it on, Graham. He did it on a, on a printout of the mail online. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, yeah, brilliant. Um, um, so this is a letter, uh, not Jane Torville. Yeah, that sounds about right for, for Bob Mills. That's, yeah, that, that sounds like Bob Mills to me. If you guys yeah. are talking about them, um, go and check out Fighting Talk on Five Live. Not we're not sponsored by them, just feel like it's right to mention it. <laughs> Any similarity with their show and ours is entirely coincidental, absolutely. And they and they and we were first. Um, Graham, after you, sir, what's that? What was your? Did you have a good cop moment of the week? I, I do. Um, I have very minimal notes for good cop. Um, I literally have three words: um, one CW and CCW. Mm. Um, I mentioned the fact that it seems to have been jinxed. Um, we did go to one CW. I can't remember how long ago it was, and um, we had a great time. Um, the main reason we went to go was we wanted to see um, Solar Sparza. And we saw that he was wrestling there. And we saw there was a few other wrestlers we recognized from EWA Maryland as well. Um, I don't think we were that familiar with Rico Hendricks at that time, but it's somebody later we interviewed for MGB. Uh, AK Willis was there, uh, Mars Millennium. Uh, there was a few local names and was like, it's just about two hours away. So sure, we'll go over. We had a great time. Um, pretty good value. It's not expensive. I think t- tickets are about $20 and your probably worst seats are like third row. So you can't really go wrong. Uh, packed. Absolutely packed. Now, bad cop moment i did say on the original interview that it was houston delaware because that's how it's spelled like houston 
Texas. Um, I've since found out that it's actually Houston, Delaware. So it's one of those that's there to confuse the locals, I'm guessing. Because um, one of the heels came out and called all the people like idiots from Houston. And I was like, oh, he's mocking the fact that it's pronounced. He's going to even correctly pronounce the name. And then some uh, uh, faces came out and they said Houston. I was like, uh, I think we've been messing up on this the whole time. Um, one of the reasons we wanted to return was the pre-show. So on the posters, it says uh, five o'clock doors open, six till uh, six o'clock. It's the CCW. That's the Capital Championship Wrestling, an all-female show. And I've been watching it on Title Match Network. Amazing. Kylan King is the current champion. And I've been wanting to go and see that for a while. But then after you've seen that, Matt, you get the regular one CW show. So you're getting two shows for the price of one. Fantastic. Anyway, I took Jackson. We had a day in um, Annapolis. Uh, we went to the beach on the, the Delaware coast. And then we came back for the wrestling. Didn't want to get there too early because I'm like, I don't want him to sit for an hour and not do anything. Um, anyway, we got there 5.30, which was kind of like a little compromise. We got some dinner first. They're already wrestling. I'm like, what? It said doors open at five, show starts at six. Now, I know Nova Pro was famous for its pre-shows, that you always got there early because you didn't want to miss them. 5.30, who's in the ring? Killian McMurphy, who's a top two, I think top 250 on the PWI list. He's definitely top 500. And he's in the pre-show? I was like, what the heck's going on here? So anyway, we grabbed our seats quickly. Not many left, even at 5.30, for a show that probably starts at 7, which shows you how impressive that mm. the shows are because people want to get there early. Because, hey, if we don't get there, we don't get a seat. I uh, sat down, watched the pre-show, and then at 6 o'clock, part of the regular show started, the CCW. Um, I hadn't realized. It's obviously all edited together. It's not an hour of CCW followed by the 1CW show. It's all interspersed. They didn't have an intermission, I don't think, until... 8.30? We had three hours, Matt, before we had an intermission. Now, you know my attention span is is pretty poor. I've talked about actually kind of liking that uh, the tight two-hour show, two and a half hours. Three hours to the intermission, not once was I clock-watching. It just didn't feel like that at all. Not actually, one. I, I think it might have been 8.15, actually. I think the second half started at 8.30. Um, great show. Um, a lot of cool people we have, we've, we've seen before. A lot of names that we haven't seen before. Um, couple of names that kind of stood out for me uh vita von star who i've seen a couple of times i, I really like her i think she's uh, really good uh she fought against uh, janai kai who was another person i really like it's like both these wrestlers kind of thing um unfortunately it kind of got a little bit late um so around 9 30 ish um we hadn't even seen we knew there were still two events to go uh, we had to leave i said to jackson i've been up since five i still have a two-hour drive i'm like i'm starting to get tired uh, we got to leave. So unfortunately, I did not get to see Becca, who we did see cut a promo, um, but we didn't get to see her match. So I still haven't seen one of her matches live, unfortunately. And I didn't get to see the main event. But four hours in, Matt, and we still haven't had the top two matches. Um, value for money. Um, Jackson's already said he wants to return March the 11th. I'll give him a quick plug. Um, because there's a Houston street fight. And he said, what's a Houston street fight? And I was like, you've seen street fights before. Apparently, he's never seen a street fight. So... I have a feeling coming up in March that we'll um, we'll probably go up there. He says it's probably like kendo sticks, right? I was like, probably. He's like, probably baseball bats, right? Probably. <laughs> I was like, there's probably going to be all sorts of different light tubes, barbed wire. Yeah. I'm not sure if they do light tubes, but yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me all those things. Now, the part that I didn't mention was one of the main reasons that finally gave us the push to actually go to this was um, I've interviewed him twice now, once on MGB and once on the uh, good cop bad cop baseball podcast uh mm -hmm. dustin tar and his brother were yeah. wrestling as 
uh, were wrestling as their tag team. They're actually they're actually the tag team champions at the time we went there as well. So we got to talk to those guys at the intermission as well. Jackson got some great pictures holding both of the belts, and it was good just to talk to those guys in person. And that was the one I was like, as tired as I'm getting, we are not leaving until I've seen um, the Tar Brothers wrestle. And um, we did get to see them retain their championships. But That's I got to save the rest of that story for my speed check, though. Very good, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd say if you want to go short on speed, you can, sir. Um, I've only got one thing we want to talk about in my speed check. Okay. And that is um, this coming uh, Monday night on Raw, so tomorrow night, it's going to be Raw 30. Yes. Um. And there's a lot of um, big names going to be there. Ric Flair is going to be there, allegedly. Hogan, Austin. Uh, rumors that Rock might even show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, obviously, all the big names are going to be there. You know, because 30 years, there have been a lot of big names, you know, mean, making Raw home. However, the legend that is Tatanka was invited, but um, he, uh, he said he would not. He said there was no... He said, I'd love to be there, but there is no way I'm turning up. Okay. Now, why is it a good cop moment? You're probably asking me, Graham. You're um, backing his stance for political reasons. No, it's not, Graham. It's because... Oh, um, oh no, it's not. I, I I do know, actually. It's because of his son. I his do remember son, seeing Jeremiah, him. will be in the Florida State High School Wrestling Tournament, and mm-hmm. he'd much rather be there and cheer his son on than yeah, yeah. Uh, go... Right. Turn up to Raw for a payday. Now, mm-hmm. that's a man of morals for a start. But also, how many times have we seen wrestlers over the years uh, not be there for, for kids' baseball games and things like that? And over the years, how many missed birthdays and Christmases have wrestlers had over the years? Tonka's finally said, enough's enough sort of thing. I need to be there for my boy. And mm-hmm. for context, I've got a picture of um, Tatanka next to his boy, and it reminded me a little bit of you and Mason. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. The kid, the brick chicken house. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not want to take him on a double top double tap challenge. That's for sure. <laughs> um, probably sensible. Probably sensible. So yeah. Um. I uh. That's my only other good moment of the week. That's been, obviously, the best thing I saw this week was, was pretty was pretty sweet. Um, in general, you know, Raw was good, um, Dynamite was good, uh, Impact was good, but as I say, it's all kind of blurred into a bit of a mire after this week. Sure, sure. Um, it would be very easy, but it might come up later anyway. Obviously, the GoFundMe accounts, the the fact that people have rallied around and invested in things like that, that, that that's obviously a good moment. But um, Ray Sanchez on uh, YouTube, one of our former guests, Matt, I just happened to be on YouTube uh, looking for actually uh, Premier League highlights and saw that it was interviewing Rob Kiljoy. You mentioned 222, quack, 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 and I said ugly ducklings. Um, so I got to watch a little bit of that. So go check out Respect the Craft, episode 111. Um, Rob did mention the fact that Lance has beaten cancer. He is returning to the ring and is like, with Lance can beat cancer then he can beat every any other wrestler now at this point so i'm glad to see that the traditional ugly ducklings will be back in their original form uh soon um starting with and tonight as we're recording uh rob appearing at gcw as i mentioned last week now the people that i didn't mention was um in the in the tag team match that i watched 
Um, really exciting match. Um, the the team that uh, Dustin Tar was facing, um, they were doing Dudley Boy moves. Like uh, it was like, oh my gosh! Like I haven't seen these in ages. I was like this is so cool they're doing this. And then I saw Dustin Tar take a three D. And as they were leaving, I was like, oh shoot! I just realized who his tag team opponents were. I forgot Devon Dudley's brother uh, sons are wrestlers. That's who he faced. So Dustin Tarr mentioned it was on his bucket list to take a 3D. So um, I'm going to include that as my good cop moments. And I didn't realize they'd been wrestling as long as they have. When I went back and looked, um, it said that they broke, they called TNT, that's their tag team name, um, T Terrence and Terrell Hughes. Uh, they broke into the business in 2015, worked in various indies, and actually appeared on AEW in November 2020. Um, I'm shocked that they could have wrestled possibly for that long. They did not look old enough to do that. But um, yeah. Cool to see um, Devon's um, sons in the wrestling ring and recreating Dudley Boy's moves because apparently this is bad cop on me. Jackson has never heard of the Dudley Boys. I was like, what? He's like, he's never seen a match. I know Mason has because he used to have the shirt and people would com people would comment on the <laughs> Matt's left the recording. I think. Um, yeah, he, he Matt Mason used to have that um, the jersey and people would stop him and say make comments and tell you their favorite moments. Uh, but he has not seen one. So I, I need to fix that this weekend. He needs to see. I think I'm sure you can recommend the perfect Hardy Boys versus Dudley Boys versus Edge and Christian. Well, Graham, you have you not for a nine year old or it could be the one that I first my first. Is that that I at SummerSlam. All right. So if it's SummerSlam 2000, which I was at, then it's that. Oh, I have seen that one again. I would I would say TLC 2, Graham, from WrestleMania 17, because it is the best match ever. Well, that would sound more appropriate than SummerSlam. Than if that's I mean, don't get me wrong. Ever. I'm just surprised that he hasn't seen that, given that you've been to that event. Me too. Me too. I was shocked. Like, I know he knows the Hardy Boys, but that's because they return. Um, Mason, when the first show we went to, the Dudley Boys actually just came back to WWE at that point. So he's seen them live. Um, but for Jackson not to have even seen a match, that, that really kind of surprised me. So I'm serious. I've lost serious uh, father points this week for, for not doing that. But Well, you maybe should have announced it on the show, Graham, because now I can ridicule about you about that, you know, right? Uh-huh. Hey, um, I'm always prepared to admit to my failings and always try to do a little bit better each week. I think that's the, the way it goes. He says that. All right. I think we got to do it. I think that was the speed check done. So, hey, let's head to that bad cop moment. But I think it's a given what we're going to be talking about. Good. Good. Take it away, Matt. It's words do not. No, I don't know how to use these words. Jay Briscoe died in a car accident the other day. I don't know what else I can say about it. I mean, people way better and better with words than me. Like Derek at the start of the show, for example, thirteen-time world champ, world tag team champion for Ring of Honor. Former two-time Ring of Honor world champion, you know. The guy literally was one of the greatest to have never wrestled in WWE. I can't do it justice, Graham. Anything I say about him, to be fair, at all. Mm -hmm. Which is... So, I'm going to ask you, Graham, if there's anything you want to mention about Jay directly that you've seen of him. Because to my shame, I've never seen a Briscoe match. Um, wow. Okay. That, um, well, I unless mentioned... unless un unless it unless one took place while we were at um, 
But even then, I'm having to sleep during it. Who knows? Yeah, I, I don't think it did. Um, I, I think I, I think the reason this one's hitting so much harder, and I, I'm kind of like you, Matt. I, I, I'm not a big Ring of Honor person, but I, I do remember being the cheapskate that I am. Um, there were some Ring of Honor videos that were super cheap that I got from Mason, and we worked our way through a lot of them. Like when you can get a pay per view for like three dollars on dvd it's like yeah. shoot and you're seeing people like well you've seen all the people who are now on a much higher level uh but you got to see them and it was really interesting to watch that so i have seen briscoe's matches through that but um, i certainly didn't watch anything like i wouldn't have been able to talk about the current product at any talk at time i'm always watching stuff for like four or five years behind um i mentioned one of my disappointments for ring of honor was the fact that it was leaving baltimore um, Jack Mason and I went to a couple of events and yeah. we had an absolute blast and obviously that was the location and the reason the Briscoes were a part of that is um, obviously they're from from Delaware so that's like super close to them so I, I think it's that local proximity as well obviously just from with the Nova Pro connection I, I did follow a lot of wrestlers on Twitter um, who some of them we've interviewed Mason and I interviewed and then kind of followed on Facebook as well that that was the thing. It, it affected a lot of people in the Northern Virginia area because they had interactions with the Briscoes and they got to know them. So my my wall was literally flooded with people people's disbelief. Like we're removed from it, Matt, because we're not that close. But uh, you could tangibly feel the wrestlers who we know, people like your Benjamin Banks, uh, your Max Morrison's, um, people like that. The person who I mentioned earlier, Dustin Tarr, as soon as I heard that announcement, I suddenly remembered. I was like, Dustin's from Mar Dustin's from Delaware. He's from Ocean City, Maryland. Uh, Ocean City. Uh, I think that is Maryland, but it's it's like on that yeah, same yeah, coast. Yeah. And I was like, oh, gosh, I remember him mentioning specifically in our last interview talking about knowing the Briscoes well, because they're from that. So it was it for me. It was just it hurt me, but it hurt me more when I saw people who. I like and knowing that the connections that they had, how much it hurt. And I can't remember if we mentioned it off air or on air at the start. Um, just that age thing. Like it's it's your age, Matt. It's as old as I am. It's close enough to me that it's it is too young. And I think initially I didn't know the full story. I think it was only the following morning that I actually realized, um, first of all, how he died, um, but also in the circumstances that he died. So Going to 1CW and going to CCW, I was on those sorts of roads literally a few days earlier. It just kind of makes you think that you just you don't know when your time on this on this planet's going to end. Um, obviously, with accidents, that that's why it's an accident. You you don't see it coming. You don't know it's coming. But I think, think some of the things that hurt other people. Um, I think it was Davy Richards who talked about it. Um, so the circumstances was um, he died picking up, I believe, his daughters from cheerleading practice or taking them to cheerleading practice. I, I can't remember which one. But David Richards talked about the fact that I do that with my daughters. Like, I, it seems so close. And I'm thinking, haven't I talked numerous weeks, Matt, about me taking Mason to like wrestling practice and things like that? It just it's such a mundane act. Um, two, that, uh, two weeks, two, uh, of course. Are um, you leave early for it? Yeah. And um, yeah, it, all those things together, the the closeness of the location, knowing other people who had strong connections with the Briscoes, um, the age, obviously, of Jay Briscoe as well. And just that taking your taking your children to um, their own events. Um, there was so many relatable things within that. 
that yeah it it makes you think that one more time i know we've said it multiple times life is short but that's too short you you shouldn't be dying before your kids no and the fact that um his daughters uh i know i know they've had surgery now um, um i was about to come on to that graham because okay i'll let you take i'll let you take over then because i've talked for kind of a long while anyway because um this is a bad cop side of things. I mean, everyone, and rightly, is yeah. devastated at the loss of Jay Briscoe. But um, this statement was given yesterday um, by his wife. Actually, yesterday being Thursday today, of course. I quote, <clears throat> On behalf of the Pew family, we would like to thank the Nanticoke Hospital. Is that close? Do you know it, you know it Oi, Graham? Uh, I don't. I, I remember reading it, but I, I didn't recognize that name. For being so efficient with medical care, they had to get them them stabilized and move them to where they are now. They stable. This is getting hard to read already, by the way. This, sure. They stabilized the girls when they got them where they needed to be. We would like. We also wanted to thank them for being so accommodating of our family and friends who wanted to be there and show support. That's important. Currently, the girls are stable, but they both have a long road of recovery ahead of them. So we're going to start from the beginning. Gracie is the older daughter. She's 12 years old. When she originally got to Nanticoke, she couldn't feel anything from the waist down. She was diagnosed with an L2 dislocation, an L3, an L4 fracture in her back with compression on her spinal cord. After Nanticoke got her stabilised, they transferred her to another hospital and she had got feeling back in her thigh, but nothing lower than her knee. She was taken straight for an MRI and into surgery at 3am on Wednesday morning where the doctor was able to relieve the compression on the spinal cord and it certainly went as good as can be expected. So that's where we're at with regards to um, Gracie, apparently. Um, she has tingling in her feet off and on, apparently. It's day, day by day in, in months to come. She's bruised pretty badly. Um, no, other, no other injuries have been diagnosed apart from those ones. Um Hopefully, you know, she'll be give out of that. Jaylee, and this is where it hits really hard because they call her JJ. I saw that. Yeah. Um, she was diagnosed with an open tibia and fibula fracture at Nanticoke. They placed an external fixator and sent her back to Hopper where she's at now. She'd been diagnosed with a season fracture in her neck, placed a neck brace, which had been for six weeks, an L3 and L4 fracture in her back, which can be managed with a back brace for 12 weeks. A right clavicle fracture from the seat belt as well as a broken rib on the right side. She has a small left pneumothorax, which is the air between the lung and the chest wall, but not inside the lung. Um, it's not large enough for intervention, which is a blessing apparently. I've got to be, I am not medically trained. I work in a hospital, I hear these terms all the time, but I do not have a clue what they ever mean. Today, however, as in yesterday, so Thursday, she was diagnosed with a perforated bowel with free fluid in her abdomen. She had internal bleeding in her stomach area. They knew about it and watching it, and they were able to pinpoint where it was. Got in there, got bleeding under control, took care of her, got on a mend. Did a, a bowel resection, which means they took a little bit out. Nothing that is long-term effects, which is a blessing, and they thank God for that, apparently. Um, yeah, um... And uh, they'd like to express how thankful they are for the outpouring of support from the whole community, um, the wrestling community, and the cheer community. Um, of course, that's, 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 their, that's their friends, of course. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, the wrestling community was always going to rally around 
um, the Briscoe, the Brisk, the, the Pew family. That's 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 yeah. called the spade, the spade, the Pew family. Um, yeah. but don't forget, don't forget the other human element here. Of course, uh, the girls lost their dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna have, I'm sure, a lot of trauma the first time they have to just take yeah, a car ride. The fact that he's not there, but yeah, that, yeah, it's. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I was rambling so much. I realized I said the exact opposite of what I was in, thinking in my head. Yeah, um, but parents they, they, parents they, they, are supposed to die for their children, but I, not under those circumstances. That, that, that's yeah, sure. but to be fair, but to be fair, his parents are alive still. Yeah, and that that's yeah. gonna hit him. And ob- let's obviously not forget about his brother, of course. Bless him. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, and that, but I mean, massive credit. To NXT for mentioning mm-hmm. it on the air, mentioning him by name, um, yeah. at, at, right at the end of the show. But I've I've slated Booker T, and rightly in my uh-huh. opinion, in my opinion, rightly. Um, uh-huh. But uh, he sat he sat there, nodded, and kept his mouth shut. And I'm glad he did that because it was well delivered by by the commentator who needed to deliver it. Um, it's never easy doing that stuff. I remember when we were doing Tekkers last year, and we were we were commentating on the collapse of uh, of a or a fan a fan of collapse in the crowd sort of thing. It was very very difficult situation. I mean, what what can you what can you do in that situation apart from just talking to the camera? And it's it's almost impossible. I got to follow up that. Um, I, I'm not really too worried about speed check segments, but I, I kind of put it as just a small point, but it seems to yeah. follow on from this. Um, the fact that um, the Jay Briscoe celebration of life that was filmed after Dynamite last night I had this free worldwide on Ring of Honor YouTube and Honor Club in the near future. Now, that's obviously not a bad cop moment. For those wondering, Warner Media slash Discovery would not allow AEW to do a tribute on TV. Now, I'm afraid I didn't write down who that was from. I believe that was a PW Guru, I think I saw that from. And um, one other thing, um, I saw High Spots TV. This will be a good cop moment, but I didn't want to break into the overlap those moments. Um, We've put together some early Briscoe matches um, in PWG. Uh, Great organization out on the West Coast. Uh, Free for anyone who would like to stream. Rest in peace, Jay. One of the best in the absolute best in the ring, and more importantly, out of it. Um, I've set the tweet up to um, release that link. Um, that's basically when Good Cop, Bad Cop drops this Sunday. So if anybody wants to check out some Briscoe's matches, um, there are some available. But poor that um, the people behind AEW or the promoters would not allow that to be mentioned on screen. I think I have de- I have dived into this story, Graham, because I saw this. It's been in my back cop since since Wednesday for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, quote goes to Coldaholic here, and then the reply is from Conrad. You know, hey, hey, it's Conrad. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, yeah. Whether we like him or not, you know, he he either reliable source usually. Mm-hmm. Quote from Coldaholic: Warner Brothers Discovery reportedly banned AEW from holding a Jay tribute episode of Dynamite this week. Instead, Ring of Honor take the tribute show following Dynamite and Rampage would be free to watch on Honor Club and YouTube, as you said. Um, Conrad says, We hope this isn't true. We've lost our way if this is banned, but the new slap fighting league that they're happy to show is allowed. Yeah, now I want to tag on to that quite quickly. Sure. Um, but and then I'll come back to the reason why they've why they've decided not 
why they why they banned AEW from doing it. The Slap Fighting League, what the fuck? Have you actually seen any of this, Graham? It's been it's been all over it's been all over Facebook and and, and YouTube and everything. I'm assuming that really... clip of the guy with a swollen face is uh, part yeah. of that uh, clip, yeah. Yeah, basically it's basically it it's it, 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 it maximum as hard as you can in the face. You can't hit him in the you can't hit him in the jaw, you can't hit him in the ear. So I'm like it is a punching thing. It literally is like and then what they the oh People get hit people get hit in boxing hundreds and hundreds of times. They're wearing gloves. They're wearing helmets. Well, they are in the amateurs anyway. But I'm going to put it on one side because that, another day I'll take that to task because, believe me, they don't like the fucking... I almost said a word I don't say on a podcast, Graham. Well, you're editing, so if you want to say it, you can put it I'm on not. Top, over the top of it. No, I I'm think not. we know what the word was. Yeah, well, Dana White is one, and I'll leave it at that. The reason why they've refused, why they refused them to let them do it, is because Graham, back in 2013, Jay Briscoe sent out a homophobic tweet. Uh, okay. In 2013, which I like to point out, he has apologised multiple times for. And bearing in mind, I am the sort of person that that was aimed at. Sure. The guy apologised. Um multiple times, says that he, he was wrong to have done it then. He admit, he'd grown up a lot since then. I'm like, everyone deserves a second chance. And he said that but that it didn't align with the views that he was raised with when he was growing up. I'm like, well, I, I can sort of see how you could be influenced by that. Because you are influenced by the, the culture around growing up, sort of thing. If I'd grown up in a Catholic family, Graham, I'm not entirely sure I would be as out as I am, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, know, it, I know 2013 seems kind of close, but it lots changed in 10 years. Nine years ago, Graham, nine years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, well, it, well, technically it's 10 years ago, technically, but by the end of the That's year. That's why I said 10 years. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but so, yeah... Um, uh, um, I I put that out my math ability. No, I I was going. To, I went something like in my head. I thought we went the other way for some bizarre reason. Um, yeah, Warner Brothers. Um, you really read really the ball here. I'm sorry. Um, it would have been it would have been the right thing, in my personal opinion. There are rumors they even wanted him to not have any black armbands with his name on as well. Uh huh. I'm like, you really can't let them. You really can't do that. But I'm surprised that Tony Khan um, didn't say how much money do you want to let us do this. Yeah, yeah, I because be not, because you know the Briscoes were a massive part of Ring of Honor. Yeah, but they, if they, you they, ask me, think of a name for Ring of Honor. The Briscoes are the first name I'm saying. Briscoes would be in the first five or six for me for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there's obviously most of your elite would you could friend the friend, you know, the young you could, but they moved on from that, yeah. Kevin K- Briscoe was still part of Ring of Honor, yeah. But I'm talking about people over the years. I think, I think, of Ring of Honor, I think Kevin Kevin Steen back in the day, yes. I think of you know Tyler Black, I think of all these names who came through yeah. Ring of Honor early years. But I'm not, I'm not mentioning the current Ring of Honor, more, more classic Ring of Honor, uh-huh. you know, but yeah. but yeah. I want to read one more quote from David Richards. Um, I saw somebody mentioned, um, 
I saw Tyler Black, who you just mentioned, did quote a few things and basically put a lot of his success down to um, uh, to the Briscoes and the time they gave. And he mentioned that once he joined WWE, they came to see like the house shows in um, that in, in in that area. So they were obviously he was they were still obviously very supportive of him. But I remember somebody saying, "Oh, if you think it hit Tyler Black hard, you should look at what Davey Richards posted," which is kind of why I went to his Twitter feed. And um, one thing that I do like about this is um, he said, "Hey, wrestlers out there, I'm talking to you." No matter where you're wrestling this weekend, let's all tear the fucking house down for Jay. He'd want it that way. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, in I, I know I've, I've gone a bit about it. I promise I won't do too much. But CXW on the fans page, um, they posted a nice little tribute to Jay Briscoe. Because let's not forget, of course, the Briscoes wrestled in the UK as well. I dare say they may have crossed paths with some of the people who have wrestled in, in, in the Brit wrestling scene. I'm almost sure they have at some point. Yeah. And you've got to think about all those people. And, you know, I, I can only, I, my heart literally bleeds for them. Literally bleeds for them. Well, as you're going to talk about CXW, I'm going to get down to my first quote that I actually skipped over because I was talking off the top of my head. Um, it was actually posted on by 1CW as well. Um, it is with yeah. great sadness that 1CW Pro Wrestling announces the passing of one of our Hall of Famers, brother and true worldwide hero, Jay Briscoe. May you keep his family in your prayers. So the part that I didn't mention earlier was the last time that we went to 1CW, it was Hall of Fame induction night. And and I can't I'm, I apologize because I can't remember, but I know yeah. one of the Briscoes was inducted on that night. And we were like, holy shit, there's a Briscoe here? And like we were in awe of that. I don't think at that time that I realized they were from that area. Um, I did not made that connection at all, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, connections to obviously local wrestling like that. The fact that somebody as big as Jay Briscoe would appear at a 1CW kind of small town Houston uh, event, but for the fans, because he knew that the fans were passionate. Yeah. He was very passionate about his state. And um yeah, it kind of linked in all those things together. Like last time we went to one CW, he was there. This time we saw Dustin Tarr, who was good friends with him. It was it all those little. It's the connections in wrestling that that's the ones that stay with you um, beyond the matches. We go for the matches to enjoy the matches, but th there's far more to it than that. It re really is, and it makes me very sad. Um, I don't know what I can say, Graham. Um, I don't have anything for speed check. It, it, it was all, it was obviously all kind of rolling together. I separated it out, but it kind of fitted in with the where we were talking. So, and and anything that you needed to add at all? Any other nah. moments for the week? I don't think there, so, Graham. There, there's nothing so. that can, there's nothing that can touch us like this did. Like it yeah, was, this, this touched a us all from the blue. This yeah. touched us for sure. And uh, our thoughts go out to, Obviously, the Pew family and uh, everyone they worked with and they were close to, and Ev and may he rest in peace. Good. Bad. Normally, guys, this is where I would go into my usual um, prelude to a devil's advocate round. Me and Graham have both decided this week that it wouldn't be appropriate, um, despite the fact of how much. Um, Jay liked that side of wrestling business. Um, we just don't feel in the right frame of mind to put each other through that this week. So we get a reprieve from it this week, as it were. Um, but it will be back next week. Um, if you fancy a devil's advocate, why don't you check out one of the previous episodes we've, we've done? 
um, because uh, we would uh, we certainly uh, we've certainly run into for the ring in recent weeks. Christmas Cracker 2021, the alternative version. There's 75 episodes worth. You can listen to in one single podcast if you so desire. There we go. There we go. So if you're new to this thing, then check that out. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back next week. Um, we're out of here, guys. Boom. Music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.